All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome in to Daily Faceoff Live, your go-to source for everything hockey. Live every weekday at noon Eastern. Welcome to 2024, hockey fans, and welcome in to Daily Faceoff Live, our first show of the new year, as always, streaming live on the Daily Faceoff YouTube, and as always, brought to you by Batano, the 2023 EGR brand of the year. All your sports betting needs, you can get it at Batano 19+. plus. Please play responsibly. He is Frank Saravalli. I'm Tyler Remchuk. Frank, how was your New Year's? That was good. It was pretty quiet. Just kind of hung out on the couch. Tried to convince my kids that 10 o'clock was really the new year. That didn't really go over well. So we stuck it out till midnight. Grinded it out till midnight. I uh, I love to hear it. Of course, holiday season means world juniors. And we have one pretty sizable upset this morning. Frank, in the quarterfinals, Canada falling to Czechia 3-2 to two with a weird bounce late in that game. It was a little bit of a getting goalied situation. But regardless, Canada, who didn't maybe have the best roster in the tournament, those who follow closely kind of know they weren't the gold medal favorites, but regardless, a big, big result. Yeah, but look, Mike Johnson said it best heading into the game, the way Canada played uh, through the preliminary round, that this game was a pick em. And so maybe if you watch the tournament really closely, the result isn't all that shocking, even though I thought Canada, after a tough first period, really had played and dominated the last sort of 35 minutes of the game, end up with nothing to show for it. Yeah, I thought our, our friend Chris Peters, who used to appear on uh, on this show, had a great tweet. Of, instead of, do you believe in miracles? He said, do you believe in results that were entirely predictable based on previous results in the tournament? So Canada is done in the quarterfinals at the World Juniors. We'll have coverage on dailyfaceoff.com. Our guy Stephen Ellis has it all wall-to-wall from uh, the World Juniors in Sweden. He'll have more 
throughout the rest of the week. We'll probably have him on the show at some point as well, Frank. But for now, let's zero in on what we saw over the weekend in the NHL. And of course, New Year's Day means the Winter Classic as the Seattle Kraken and Vegas Golden Knights battled it out at T-Mobile Park in Seattle. And I thought this was great. I I know some people kind of yawn now at outdoor games, but the Winter Classic still does feel special to me. And I love the show that these host cities get to put on. The Kraken walking out with fish being thrown over them and all of that. I thought it was awesome. And the game was good, too. Every little detail, the NHL absolutely hit it out of the park, to pardon the baseball t- pun. <laughs> but when you look at the game, the atmosphere, I thought one of the things that the NHL has mastered is the time window. It's the perfect time slot. If you wanted to sit on your couch because, I don't know, if you like you, you went a little bit too hard on New Year's Eve, then you could sit on your couch all day yesterday from 1230 Eastern through midnight. You got PWHL and their inaugural game, which we'll get to in a bit. The Winter Classic, followed by two unreal college football national semifinal games. I mean, the Winter Classic fit so perfectly and snugly into that. So the broadcast was great. The show, they did a great job. But the aesthetics from the blue line and and what that looked like to the sort of uh you know dock feel that they had as players walked onto the ice the fish as you mentioned i mean the legends from seattle sports that showed up this had just about everything you wanted for a marquee regular season matchup something totally special that by the way calling a bunch of you know friends and family catching up on new year's day hey what are you up to i'm, I'm watching the winter classic some of them casual hockey fans that it was like there's not much else on tv right now we're sick of cheesy movies from the holidays the winter classic was it only game on the slate and i thought it was beautiful that seattle seattle could get that win in what's really become clearly a hockey town um they're rolling they're red hot and vegas by the way just a 500 team over the last six weeks Frank, since their 12-0-1 start, they are on a 10-11-4 run. Just 10 wins in their last 25 games. Is is there legitimate concern here, or is this just a team that played a lot of hockey last season, short, short offseason? Are they maybe just going through an early season lull, so to speak? Are they just maybe out of gas a touch? Well, some would say that, you know, the hangover you would think would come in the first part of the year when they started so hot. Not only are you you know, had a short off season, but everyone's gunning for you for those first number of games for the year. They want to knock off the defending Stanley cup champs. The shine kind of wears off a little bit. The later you get into the season, I think this team is tired. I think they need a bit of a reset. Um, They've played an exorbitant number of games. I think that was game 39, if I'm not mistaken, through the first chunk of the season Their schedule gets significantly easier down the stretch in terms of timing days off uh, 38 games that they've played. They're in a good spot, I think, moving forward with all the points that they've banked, but certainly, you know, could use to clean some things up. There's no doubt. Just two games in their next seven days and then their bye week coming up at the end of January as well. So maybe some chances for them to catch their breath. They really miss Shea Theodore, too. Yeah, I mean, that's a big part of it. You lose one of your best defensemen. Like, you're going to be hurting a little bit. The Seattle Kraken just one regulation loss in their last seven games. And they're still not scoring, but they're getting goaltending from Joey Decord. 35 saves in the shutout. We're going to talk with Carter Hutton in a little bit about Joey Decord and the run that he's been on for the Kraken. Also, Frank, let me, I don't know where, where you come out on them. Both jerseys I thought were, were great. The way they kind of do the faux back kind of thing, I thought it was awesome. 
Yeah, everything, like I said, it looked beautiful. Um, I, I still couldn't get it out of my head. The very top of the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, the V, it kind of looks like someone giving the double bird. Um, I, you have to look closely. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. But I thought even that, it's like the perfect Vegas thing. That's all that team has done to the NHL since they've entered the league. All right. Uh, it's not the Winter Classic was not the only big on ice moment from the weekend in the hockey world. Frank, I loved seeing all the buzz on Twitter, X.com, whatever you want to call it, about the start of the PWHL and their season getting going, their league getting going. It was New York taking down Toronto in front of a sold out crowd at the Mattamy Athletic Center. New York defenseman Ella Shelton put her name in the history books as the first player to score a goal in the league. Corinne Schroeder got a 29 save shutout as well. There was a lot to like here there's kind of three things i pointed out first i loved the hype i love people or teams like the toronto maple leaf showing their support as well i love how accessible this product is as well not only did they partner up with some major partners in terms of tv broadcasters in canada but also every game you can watch on youtube for free so the accessibility for this league is awesome and i'm really hoping that they finally have gotten women's hockey right i think they have did you watch the game the physicality and how awesome that part of it was i mean basically full-on body checking and look not all of that is going to be acceptable uh as the season drags on but it was a marked difference from what we've seen before in women's hockey and i haven't been able to sort of get on board the women's hockey train the last number of years not because it's not good of course i watched the olympics and the women's worlds but because what had been missing for so long was having a pure best on best competition the leagues were splintered, fractured, however you want to call it. The best players in the game were not part of the Women's Pro Hockey League. And now that's changed with the PWHL. It's amazing what came together in getting it to this point. Um, the, the work, the sprint over the last three to four months just to get the league up and running and on the ice um, has been absolutely incredible. The fact that they waited until... Uh, yesterday, essentially, right before the first game to drop the rule book with the standings points being different than the NHL, 3-2-1-0. Uh, every part of it just looks, feels, is different. It's big time. It's got big time support. And now for the first time, you've got big time players. So every part of it, I can get behind and watch. And, and by the way, 2750 was the official attendance sold out in Toronto at the old Maple Leaf Gardens. They could have played in a lot bigger venue and sold that out as well. So great to see. And I'm looking forward to seeing more of it. I just hope at some point they get some branding, get some jerseys, get some logos, get, make it feel a little bit different. Yeah, that'd be great. I also think when you do a new league like this, there's a line you need to walk between doing things differently and not being gimmicky. And I think they've done an excellent job of that. What do you make of the rule where when you score a shorthanded goal, your penalty's done? Perfect. I, I like I that. that. It's added incentive to score. What I would like to see is the rule that we have in minor hockey here where you can't ice the puck while you're shorthanded. That is so perfect. I love that our kids are all here growing up that way, that when you take a penalty, you shouldn't be allowed to suddenly do something with icing that you can't do at even strength. I've always said it's it's a very, you know, Canadian-esque thing where it's like, oh, you did something bad, but like, we feel bad for you. So like, you can ice the puck. Don't worry. We'll help you get out of this jam you're in. So nice. uh, but I love, I love what we saw from the PWHL. Definitely going to be keeping a tab on it. One of the other small things that I loved is their website. Whenever there's a new thing like this, I'm always 
That's the first thing I check. Can you operate a smooth running website? And they do. It's great. It's perfectly laid out. I love the streaming on YouTube. So all those little nerdy things I look for. The boxes were checked. Off the ice, Frank, we got some big news over the weekend in the NHL. The Ottawa Senators have finalized their front office uh, plan. Steve Steos will be the full-time GM, so he'll hold the title of both president of Hockey Ops and general manager. What do you make of this decision? Because there was some talk before, a little bit earlier in October and November, that maybe the Senators wanted a model more like what the Montreal Canadiens have, where it's that two-pronged approach. Uh, What did you make of Steve Stales just saying, you know what, I'll handle it all? Yeah, I don't think it actually is going to result in that. I think this is going to end up being a not just three-headed monster, but four. Yes, Steve Steos will have the ultimate say, but bringing in Dave Poole and, and elevating Ryan Bonus to associate GM, I think gives you a pretty good idea that this is going to be a really collaborative approach for Ottawa. And the reason I said four is because Jacques Martin clearly has a pretty big voice there now as interim head coach. I'll be curious to see what kind of decision they make on the coaching front moving forward as Jacques Martin continues to teach this team. But make no mistake, Dave Poulin didn't go there to sit and be nice and be an old piece of furniture in their front office. He's knowing him pretty well from working with him, being a teammate of mine at my previous stop. He's so sharp. One of the brightest minds that I've had a chance to be around, a clear leader and someone whose attention to detail is second to none. So for me, That's a huge addition to this Ottawa Senators front office. He provides experience for Steve Steos, who really doesn't have that much in an NHL front office. And clearly they trust a much younger Ryan Bonus, who's getting his reps in this league as an assistant GM, now elevated to associate that there is all going to have some say that it wasn't a very collaborative approach in Ottawa the last number of years. And now it will be moving forward. So yes, Steve Steos has both titles. Maybe we didn't necessarily see that part coming, but make no mistake, it's going to be collaborative. An interesting little insight there into how things are going to work. Because again, for a guy like me, just reading the titles, you go, whoa, Steos has all the power. But I love the insight on Dave Poulin as well. Now that everyone's in their spots, Frank, and presumably they have a good amount of security, what do you think the next six to eight months are going to look like for the Senators? Is this a front office that has the mindset, we are right there and can become a playoff team with just a couple of tweaks? Or do you think there's going to be maybe some more painful long-term decisions made there? I think they're in evaluation mode. Let's see what the next six to 12 weeks look like for this team. Let's see how they finish. I think the worst thing the Sens could do would be be fooled yet again, another team in this league by what could potentially be a hot end to the season thinking, Oh, we'll gain some momentum here and then translate that over into next year. Uh, Have you watched the Columbus blue jackets or some of these other teams in the league that have been fooled by that time and time again, the Sens have started poorly the last number of years. There have been increased expectations. The Sens, they've acknowledged and said again yesterday or two days ago, we've got all the talent in the world, but clearly something is missing. Their bottom six needs a complete overhaul. I think they need some additional veteran support uh, defensively. And I I think they've got a lot of questions that remain to be answered. One of those teams that has been fooled by the late season heater. It's also the Buffalo Sabres to an extent, Frank. They were one of two teams to make some noise on the waiver wire on the goalie front. We're going to really dig in to a couple of these situations with Carter Hutton in just a couple of minutes. But first, 
we'll start with Eric Comrie. He's maybe the more lowercase one. Ilya Samsonov really grabbed the the headlines, but Comrie hadn't played since December 5. He's the odd man out with UPL and Devin Levi both on the roster. So this kind of felt like it had to happen to end the three-headed monster in Buffalo. Um, but what do you make of this move? Is there a path to Eric Comrie getting back in the NHL somewhere? I think there is, and I think I'm a little bit surprised by the way this year has played out for him. I think this kind of, in in an odd way, as you know, you didn't want him to play poorly, but the the Sabers were clearly hanging on to him, thinking that with all the sort of turmoil with rosters in the very beginning of the year, they didn't want to go down this path where they were waving him. That became um, an inevitability. But I think there's some expectation for him to bounce back. This is a guy that. You know, certainly at 28, um, not old, and and just go back to a few years ago. I think back to his time in Winnipeg and how well he had played. I was thinking this guy could be a really solid one B in the NHL, and that hasn't been the case. They haven't been able to rely on him. Let's see if he can rehab himself. And quickly, again, we'll get some insight from Carter Hutton, but with Ilya Samsonov in Toronto, that's a big cap hit. That would probably be a big part of the reason why he cleared through waivers. Do you, do you know what the plan is for him in Toronto? So the Marlies practice today and Ilya Samsonov not on the ice. I think the plan is to take a week off, reset, see what you can do off ice to maybe rehab your game, your confidence, get a break, get away. You look at his record here, and that's certainly the most confounding part. To me, it highlights how well... The, you know, as the Leafs haven't looked great at for, for stretches this year, but five, two, and six, he's gotten points in 11 of his 13 decisions. And the Leafs have done it in spite of their goaltending six, four, five goals against on varying nights when Samsonov has been in net. They clearly can't rely on him. They had to make this choice. I think a lot of people seem to be shocked um, in Leafland. I, I don't know why when you have the worst save percentage in the league and one of the worst save percentages in Toronto Maple Leafs history, changes are coming. It's inevitable. And when you look at this team moving forward, perhaps the best case scenario, not unlike Edmonton, which we know Jack Campbell probably isn't coming back anytime soon. And by the way, the way, uh, Rodriguez played in Bakersfield, maybe he's the next guy that would be coming up if the Oilers ever needed a goalie. The best case scenario for the Leafs would be for Samsonov to find his game again with the Marlies and make his way back. If not, another team, another situation that could certainly use the cap space if you can find a way to move that contract. And a million times easier than, say, trying to move the Jack Campbell contract in Edmonton because Samsonov is done at the end of the year, a pending free agent. Uh, let's keep the goalie talk going and get into the blue paint with Carter Hutton. The blue paint is delivered by DoorDash for a limited time. Our Canadian listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25, maybe your New Year's resolution is to cook less. Maybe it's to try more local restaurants. DoorDash can help you with all of that. Dash that for the win in 2024. Former NHL goaltender Carter Hutton making another appearance on the show. Happy New Year, Carter. And it's maybe not exactly a happy New Year for the Leafs in their goalie situation. As we just talked about, Samsonov going down to the Marlies. Can they trust this duo of Wool and Jones once Wool's healthy, of course? Or do you think this is a team that's got to go out there and make a move? 
I don't think right now. I think Martin Jones can be serviceable, right? He's done it his whole career. You know, he can he can be the stopgap, but I don't think he's the guy that brings you the promised land where the Leafs want to go. My big concern in this whole situation, I know Samsonov's been rough and I've been hard on him, watching him. He's been struggling, but is where's Wall's ankle going to be at when he comes back, right? These are concerns for me, especially like something that I think that gets touched on. We just think Wall's going to come back in the net and get back to where he was. An ankle injury is a horrible injury for a goalie, and we've seen it hurt a lot of guys. It hurt my career late in my career. I had one in college. I struggled with it the rest of the year. So it's an interesting thing. We'll see how it goes. And for Sam Sonoff, I wish him the best. I hope he can find his game because I feel for him, man. It's a tough position when things aren't going well. And for him, he he definitely needs the reset. What do you make of the idea that they're just going with a bit of a mental reset here for a week, keeping them off the ice, not practicing with the Marlies? Is that the right approach here? Or do you think they should be trying to get him games in the AHL, let him find some confidence? So my struggle with it is like, I feel like they've protected him pretty well to begin with. When Wool was playing well, they had him out. He he missed a few weeks or he missed a week with a, an injury per se. He was sick. And they, I think they were trying to give him that reset and they had to play him. It got to the point where you could see even the way it affects the team, there's a mental standpoint where they can't, they know he's in net. They know they're going to give up goals. They start playing open and then they end up in these six, five hockey games. And like you said, his numbers are good. He has a pretty good record comparatively. The Leafs have done a good job with some pretty horrible goaltending for him. All right. Let's talk about the star of the winter classic, Joey Decord. It was amazing. Got chills down my spine hearing the Joey chance at T-Mobile park. Um, this is a guy that has been on an absolute heater of late uh, eight consecutive games with a, at least a point for this team, Nine forty-five save percentage since the beginning of December. When you look at Decord and his game, Carter, is this something that maybe not nine forty-five he can sustain, but at this point in his career, is he set up for longer term success? Can he be the guy that Seattle has craved since the beginning of their franchise? No, I, I like him a lot, too. I'm a big fan, especially the run he had last year, too. He, he had a big playoff run with the AHL team, bringing and playing every single game. He was a workhorse. And for me, it's his puck handling. It creates such a big element where he gets pucks out of the zone. He gets retrievals. He alleviates a lot of pressure on his defenseman, which over time, and you guys know how that works, if you can have a goalie that handles the puck, it, there's just more sustainability to it. I know Grubauer is going to come back. He has the contract. He has the pedigree. But I think this is a good chance for Joey to push for more minutes and push this team over the top because, you know, they didn't they didn't have the start they wanted. And now playing him, it seems like they've got it going in the right direction. Is there something to be said for just think about some of the guys that we're talking about here? We just talked about Wall. We've talked about Decord. We didn't get a chance to talk much about Joel Hofer. But the modern style that they play, it's so different than, you know, some of the other guys. What First off, for for non goalie, you know, nerds, tell like what does that mean? And and the next thing is, does he have a leg up potentially because of the way that he plays to be the guy that might get a chance in Seattle? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a huge advantage too. And even look at it, Joey's dad, Brian Decord, a well known goalie coach. He's been around for a long time, so he's he's a he's grew up in this game of these skill shooters and these players that are so nifty where. You know, for my generation, you know, I was thinking about the third, fourth liners that were just meat and potatoes. They're getting the puck out. They're not doing anything that's going to wow you. Where now you have, you look at every single kid trying to do the Michigan move. These guys know how to defend these different plays, and they've been involved with this high-powered offense for a while now. So for them, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out here. And I also like the fact he's 27 years old, too. There's there's a little bit more maturity there. He has it between his ears, and I think that always is important, especially at this day and age with, you know, the media coverage and social media, these goalies deal with a lot.
Yeah, he's been one of the great stories this year. A guy that struggled uh, at times this year, but has played a ton better since their coaching change has been Philip Gustafson in Minnesota. But now he's out week to week. Marc-Andre Fleury hits 1,000 games, of course, maybe the last goalie to ever get to 1,000, which is an incredible number. But can they ride Marc-Andre Fleury as Philip Gustafson seems like he's not coming back anytime soon? Or do the Wild need to go out and get someone that could help Flurry hold down the fort? So I, I like Flurry, you know, he, especially the way he works, right? And maybe you just don't let him practice, right? You've seen how he practices. He works so hard in everything he does. And I definitely think he has the ability to do it, even at his age. Um, I also think Zane McIntyre coming up and being there, he's a veteran AHL guy, right? He's not going to wow you. He's not going to do anything that's going to shoot the lights out. But again, if he needs to play a back-to-back, if he needs to get in the net, I think it's something that can bridge this gap until Gustafson gets back because he's been on a tear since the coaching change. And you talk about a coaching change. Sometimes that's a shot energy for a goalie, for a team. And it's, it's really paid dividends. I think for the Minnesota. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. Plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Well, final team I quickly wanted to hit on with you here, Carter, is the New Jersey Devils. And now Akira Schmidt is down in the American League. Vanacek has only had a 900 or better save percentage, I believe, once in his last five starts. How high are they on the list of teams that need to go get a goalie? Because it's certainly, again, when you look at that forward group, even the blue line, although it's banged up, the goaltending stats really stand out there. You know, for me, it's you just have... Vanisek being your guy, he doesn't have a lot of games played, doesn't have a lot of experience. He's always played with like a more significant partner. So this year, kind of having the keys to the castle, you know, Schmidt had a good playoff run last year, but he's still so young. He's so green. He needs time to develop. And sometimes taking your bumps and bruises in the NHL is a lot harder than when you're in the American League. You learn to thicken your skin. So for them, I definitely would put them high, you know, on getting a goal. You think they're two, they have two games in hand right now and they're they're sixth in the Metro. They could catch up to Carolina with a couple wins here. So that that division is so tight where maybe they need a veteran guy that can push Vanisek or whoever gets in. Like Nico Dawes has played some good games, but again, I just don't think he's the answer moving forward. You look at any of those three goalies, you don't really want that matchup in a playoff series. That's for sure. Yeah. 100%. Great insight, as always, Carter. The blue paint delivered by DoorDash. Again, Happy New Year. Thanks for hopping on. No problem. Thanks for having me, guys. 
Moving along to our daily face-off inbox question, which is brought to you by Tourism Jasper. Just a few weeks until that beautiful outdoor pond hockey tournament. Frank, if you want to head out to Jasper, you can head to jasper.ca slash travel for more info on what makes the mountains beautiful this time of year. It really is one of my favorite weekends of the year, Frank. Can't wait to get out there with you. Our Ask DFO question today it's become a thing for these outdoor games. The players dress up as they walk into the arena, Frank. And in Edmonton, we had the Oilers dressed up in their, you know, get-to-work rig outfits. We had the Flames in their cowboy fits. Last night, or sorry, yesterday for the Winter Classic, we had the Seattle Kraken coming in with their fish market getup. I thought this was awesome, throwing the plush fish into the crowd as they walked in as well. We had the Vegas Golden Knights with their Elvis things. Give me a letter grade for each of these. Uh, Elvis A plus. I'd go uh, C plus for Seattle. Just like kind of cheesy. Um, Like I've been to Park Pike Place Market a bunch of times, and like it's just one stand. And I know that's the kind of like what everyone you know sees or thinks about when they go to Seattle. But I I'm like whenever I see a nationally televised game come to Philly, like they invariably on Monday night football or whatever, have like some guy like chopping a cheesesteak somewhere. And it's like, come on, it's so tired. At least Vegas with Elvis, like the amazing part about those Vegas outfits is that it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, what country, whoever it is, they all looked exactly the same. It's amazing to see. And those costumes like Mark Stone got the chest hair popping. Like it was, it was unreal. I'm uh, I'm the I'm the opposite of you, and so are the uh, Sergeant Battle and Jeremiah in the YouTube. He says an A for uh, Seattle. I thought the fish market getup just looked cool. That's all. Yeah, and that, I mean, then they kind of took it to the next level as the players were entering the rink. They had the guys there actually throwing the real fish over top of them. That part was cool. I just felt like I don't know. They could have done a little better. All right, let's move along to our Botano Daily Bets for the day. All your future odds needs, all your game lines, Botano has them. And tonight, I got two plays that I like on the NHL slate. It's a big one here on January 2nd. I'm starting with the under between Winnipeg and Tampa Bay. This number has hit in four consecutive games for the Winnipeg Jets and three of four for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Connor Hellebuck is playing just absolutely unbelievable right now. Andre Vasilevsky, not the confirmed starter on daily faceoff, but expecting that he'll get the call tonight. I like rolling with the under here. Decent price point, six and a half as well. And I'm also taking the Boston Bruins on the puck line as they roll into Columbus. Spencer Martin is the confirmed starter for the Blue Jackets. And Columbus has only won two of his 10 starts so far this season. And with his goals against average closer to four than it is to three, I like the Bruins to pop home a lot of goals and cover the puck line tonight in Columbus. Frank, as the NHL returns with a big, big splash after just one game yesterday, and that brings us to Garbage Time. It's brought to you by Wendy's. Frank, what do you got for Garbage Time? Marc-Andre Fleury, the flower, deserves his flowers for hitting 1,000 games played in the NHL. Just the fourth goalie ever to do it. And it's such an incredible feat that I don't think it'll ever be done again. Not only is this guy a first ballot Hall of Famer, but to think about the work required year after year to get to 1,000, I said it or teased it earlier in the show. This is it. This is the last. He's the last of a dying breed. We're never going to see this again. Andre Vasilevsky, he'd have to play 19 years, I think, at his current pace to get there. And he's one of the best to do it at his position. I don't see him. Maybe he could go on that long, but he's got to play 55 games a year until then. That's a long time. 
And so it speaks to Marc-Andre Fleury's track record of success, his consistency. Uh, you see him smiling and all the different teams that he's gone to, his likability, not just within his own locker room, but even the teams that he's playing against all seem to like him as well. So incredible record um, to get to, incredible track record. But what I would say too is he's really closing in on yet another one, another big milestone as he's one win away from tying Patrick Waugh for second all time. He will be second all time in wins, fourth in games played. Um, man, what a career and the flower deserves his flowers. 100%. I thought it was great what they did over the weekend for him. And yeah, you do the math, right? 20 seasons. 50 games a year. Like it's hard for goalies nowadays to play 50 games a year. It's like, I, how can anyone get up to a thousand again? Like careers just aren't even that long for goalies either. I mean, you'd have to come in basically at 18 or 20 years old, which is so incredibly rare and then play 20 years at 50 games. A year. Like it's, it's never going to happen again. Think about some of the last first rounders uh, that have been drafted pretty high. Spencer Knight turns 23 in April. He's played a grand total of 57 NHL games, hasn't played any, hasn't even been on an NHL roster this year, and he was picked 13th overall. It's it's never going to happen again, I'm telling you. Garbage Time is brought to you by Wendy's and the Wendy's app. If you download the app today, you can score yourself 150 bonus rewards points on your first order and grab sweet victory from the mouth-watering jaws of defeat, along with some fresh, never-frozen beef. Uh, Frank, the Wendy's Daily Face-Off Survivor Game is back up, and if you're watching this going, no, it's Tuesday, I missed the start, you didn't. It starts today with the big slate in the NHL. I'm riding with Dylan Larkin over half a point in their game against the San Jose Sharks. Detroit should be able to score. There's no way Larkin gets held off the board against mm. San Jose, but you can make your picks over at dailyfaceoffsurvivor.com. I'm going Bruins over three and a half goals. You just talked about that game and how they should beat Spencer Martin and the Blue Jackets. Sign me up. Yeah, that one. Uh, yeah, maybe you're going to convince me to change mine. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, you can have your say heading to dailyfaceoffsurvivor.com. Don't listen to either one of us. We haven't been very good in this pool, and it's insanely hard. Sign up, dailyfaceoffsurvivor.com. That is the end of our show. But Frank, Nat, we now hit second on the Daily Faceoff batting order. Every single morning, Johnny Lazarus and Colby Cohen are going live at 9 a.m. Eastern with Morning Cup of Hockey. You can go watch their first ever episode. It is up on our YouTube right now. And you can subscribe, set your alerts so you never miss one. They did a fantastic job today. Frank, you were even on with them. Yeah, looking forward to joining that once a week. And Look, these two guys don't really seem to agree on anything. They have hockey pedigree. Uh, both played Division One hockey. Colby, a second-round pick, played four NHL games. Johnny Lazarus played with Kale McCarr at UMass. I mean, these are two really knowledgeable hockey guys that have a lot of fun and certainly an entertaining show. So can't wait to watch it unfold. Can't wait to see what they have in store in 2024. Thanks for tuning in to our first show of the new year, everybody on the YouTube. You were fantastic. Hit that like button before you close your window. We'll be back tomorrow, Wednesday, January 3rd, with another edition of Daily Face Off Live. See you then. Thanks for tuning in to Daily Face Off Live. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special coming your way this playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. And let me tell you, it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game day, you're going to be faced with four questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle. And here's a sneak peek into some of those questions we'll be firing your way. First up, you got to pick the winning team. That sounds simple, right? But there's more. You got to decide if the total amount of goals in the game will be over or under a certain amount. And that's where the real strategy starts to kick in. Next up, you're picking who's going to find the back of the net first. And you're going to want to be careful because that's one that could be cooked early on in the game. And finally, you got to predict which period is going to be the highest scoring. Will it be a barn burner in the first, a shootout in the second, or a nail biter in the third? That's up to you to decide. Now let's talk about prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? For the daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards to treat yourself to some fresh nation gear, and you might even win a jersey from your favorite team. And for the big dogs, those who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. Play now at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.